this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Liliana Gazi. A lot has happened for the past days that has made Nigerians talk and question the Tinubu's led administration. Well, let's start from the top. The Economic and Financial Crimes Commission invited the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Elevation, Beta Udu, to its headquarters. Now, that invite actually came 30 minutes after the presidency announced her suspension from office. Now, if you have been following the news, you would know that there was an allegation that Beta Udu instructed the Accountant General of the Federation, Uluwato Sikirat, to transfer 585 million naira to the bank account of an individual. And if you have also been following the news, you know there are several things that have been happening and happening. What is really playing out? Well, join me as I take a trip to the Media Trust newsroom to get the story behind the story from one of its senior editors. So I am currently at the Media Trust newsroom where we're going to speak to one of our editors who's going to give us a story behind the story of all that is playing out um, with um, the suspension of the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs. My name is Yusuf Zago. I'm the consulting editor of Daily Trust uh, newspaper. Well, from the public knowledge, what I understand is, uh, you know, it started with the suspension of the uh, head of the NSIP, that's National Security Investment Project Program, rather. So the lady uh, uh, alleged that uh, she was a, uh, she moved some of the money she was alleged to have. Uh, move to different accounts because she was under the pressure of the then uh, the suspended minister and uh, uh, that uh, the suspended minister was asking her to uh, send money to uh, some accounts actually specifically there were some accounts and UBA which uh, she alleged that uh, it was given to her by uh, Edu to send the money to even though she reduced the account number to from 10 to 3, Edu was not uh, happy with it. And that uh, actually the insinuation was that uh, the minister or suspended minister was behind uh, uh, her suspension also. Well, um, how are they connected, Edu and the suspended minister? Well, they, you know, the uh, NSIP pro- program is under the Ministry of uh, a humanitarian, uh, uh, humanitarian, uh, what do you call affairs, and uh, so basically the lady was reporting to Edu in that sense. So that's the connection between the two of them. So how did the whole drama start for the investment lady in the first place? Well, I wouldn't know because uh, actually, uh, what I understood, I got to know about the story uh, when the suspension of that lady was announced. So I wouldn't tell, say for really real what really happened. But in between the lines, um, it must have been there. Must have been a report to the president uh, that something fishy was going on in the at the secretariat of the NSIP, and that warranted the suspension of the head of the office. And uh, along the line, the Edu saga started also. So are there things that are happening that, you know, the public domain are not aware of that you have knowledge or preview to regarding this better Edu saga and the investment? There wasn't much. Uh, I said that uh, everything is in the public view in the, in the sense that uh, actually uh, what uh, the head of the NSIP was alleging came out to, uh, uh, came out 
from that letter uh, sent by the minister to the accountant general's office asking them to transfer the sum of uh, more than 585 million naira to a certain account which the a letter on the accountant general said uh, it was not a responsibility to send money to any account whether personal or official so that's how it started and uh, along the line some other issues came up uh, which uh, forced the president to uh, suspend uh, the minister today and uh, before then uh, yes uh, yesterday or at the weekend the Special Advisor in Media and uh, Information and Strategy, uh, Mr. Onanoga, came out to say, I told our paper that uh, something was being done with the, by the President. Yesterday, the Minister of uh, Information also came out to really confirm it and uh, said that uh, although he didn't give much information about, uh, about it, but he said the President was, uh, had ordered an investigation into the issue. Okay, so as one who is vast with politics and you've seen several administrations come and go, I mean, is this is this strange to have someone barely into her administration facing such, you know, suspension and corruption? You know, we, we have had a long number of that. Uh, you remember the case of Babichur, the former uh, as, uh, secretary to the government of the federation. The same thing came up. And uh, you remember the former chief justice of the federation, the same thing came up, and, uh, and even in his position, uh, he had to resign. Actually, he even appeared in court. So uh, uh, for us in Nigeria, it's nothing new in terms of that. The only thing new about it is the fact that the president has come in uh, decisively on this issue before it got out of hand. He took uh, the right decision by suspending the minister and ordering an investigation into the whole affair. Uh, before now, you remember the case of Bayer It took us long before the former president said, okay, I'm going to, uh, I was going to suspend this guy. Before then, also, we had the case of uh, Kesaga of Kemi Ado, the former finance minister. Actually, uh, it dragged on for long, for more than six months, before the minister decided to put in her resignation. But it was not even the government that said, look, resign no but well uh, maybe under underneath the asker but she came out on her own to say look i'm resigning i'm uh, quitting the cabinet so uh, for us in nigeria we are we, are, we, we can't say we're, we're used to this the only difference is that and i hope the president will continue is taking decisive action wherever you have this kind of sillies and uh, you know initially even when this government came in there were even talks. Uh, the president had to come out to say, look, I have a full trust of my chief of staff. You know, there was also talk of that uh, the chief of staff was uh, collecting money. Uh, many people were alleging that he was collecting money to get people appointment into this government. It was the president who came out and said, look, what uh, you, uh, was circulating was not true, and he had full confidence in his uh, chief of staff. So it's not, um, for an average Nigerian, this is not uh, something new. The only thing new, as I said, is that uh, action the president took. That was Marlon Zango, consultant editor, Media Trust Group. What does the law say about all of this? After the break, we will find out.
It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at the suspension of the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and all that has been happening around it. Now, before we went on, we heard from the consultant editor, Media Trust Group, who gave us the story behind the story. Now, with all that is playing out, what does the law actually say? And what's next? A legal practitioner educates us. My name is Mutu Akisaya. I'm a legal practitioner and a public affairs analyst. Oh, okay, so so whatever has been said against her, or whatever document is lying around, are just mere allegations against her. Mm. Um, it is not an indictment of her office or of her personality. And what the president has done this afternoon is the right thing mm. to suspend her and to uh, direct that the ESCC should commence investigation against all of the allegations against her. Um, so what is important at this point is for her to cooperate with the FCC so that after the investigation, the report goes to the president and is able to determine whether the allegations against her are true or not. All right. Now, but what does the law say about all of this? Especially being the fact that she's you know, currently in power, what does the law say about all of this? Okay, there is no doubt um, financial impropriety uh, is an offense um, or where uh, payments are made in manners uh, that goes against um, financial regulations or in manners that support uh, money laundry. Whatever of such acts is an offense under our laws. Um, for instance, you know there are certain thresholds of payments coming from public offices that should not go into private accounts. Uh, and whatever money is allocated to any public office must also be spent in a transparent manner and must also be spent with full accountability. So where there is no transparency, where there are no accountability, or where payments of monies are made contrary to uh, the Money Laundry Act or contrary to certain regulations, it means that there are infringements, and such infringements uh, are subject to investigation. And if such officer, in this case, the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs, is found to have violated the Money Laundry Act or any regulation guiding uh, finances within her ministry, of course, she will be penalized. All right. And finally, now, what do we expect, you know, moving forward? What's most likely to happen next? Okay, so what we should expect at this point is that the EFCC, as the president has directed, should 
quickly begin their investigation uh, and conclude that investigation within the shortest possible period. My only problem with the statement released from uh, the presidency this afternoon is that the president has not given a timeline for this investigation to be carried out. I honestly think the president should issue a further a statement giving a timeline within which the EFCC should conduct investig its investigation so that this is not another uh, open-ended investigation that we will not hear about again. And so that if she is not found wanting, she can then be perhaps subject to the president's uh, wishes, be asked to go back and then resume her office. So there should be a timeline and if the investigation is concluded, Nigerians should also have the opportunity of seeing the contents of the investigation. If she is found to have violated the laws or the regulations, then she should be made to face the music so that that can serve as deterrent for other public officers to ensure that when they deal with public funds, they are prudent about it, transparent, and they should know that they are accountable for such public funds. That was Barrister Mathieu Akinsoya, a legal practitioner, speaking. Well, this time, Nigerians are truly waiting and watching. All eyes are on the Tinibu's administration. God bless Nigeria. That wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Okasi. Bye for now.